0: Welcome to the Tutors of Life podcast, where we research life so you don't have to. This is your host Sean Tudor, and this is Sam. What's up?
1: It's a day.
0: It is a day, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How's your day going?
1: Exhausting, but good, productive. Okay. Yeah. How about you?
0: Pretty good. Um. Yeah, it's all right, day. Be bopped around, did some shit. Yeah. Um.
1: Sean's car hunting again.
0: Well, not. looking for a car for you i know but then i accidentally stumbled on a a car for me but it wasn't like it was an accident i accidentally typed it into the search engine
1: yeah that's what i figured happened
0: (laughs) my fingers an accident that's cool right
1: that is really cool do you like it yeah dude i love that he like shows pictures of like underneath
0: i know dude i really like that car
1: yeah that's cool where is it? Chicago. Oh, okay, that's not too bad.
0: Yeah, no, not bad at all.
1: <clears throat>
0: Man, that's cool. All right, done. Love it. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Starting off nice and slow. Day, um, went up, looked at uh, some vehicles for Kyle. Yeah. At, uh, at Copart. And then we looked at a possible vehicle for you, mm-hmm. which did not end up working out.
1: Not surprised.
0: <clears throat> um so it was kind of fun it was all right that's good yeah it's very good sure don't really want to do it again Feel like a waste of a day um
1: and especially because you did it this week and last week or two weeks we ago. did
0: one we did one up once last week and once this week and i'm just like yeah i'm done with it i'm over it
1: yeah i mean think how much further you could have gotten along on any other project
0: a little bit i mean not crazy we spent a half it was a half day okay so i mean it's like four hours now not crazy
1: but with two of you that's eight hours
0: right yeah yeah, yeah just saying no I mean it definitely like that's why I wasn't a fan of it yeah because you just spend time it's just time spent that way but I don't know that's something like I'm really trying to figure out and I think that has a lot to do with like the four hour work week sort of thing mm-hmm like, dude, in the field, like, doing what I'm doing, right? Yeah. If I'm just lead gen, okay. If I'm just only if that's all I'm doing is lead generation and meeting with like clients, and I had a setter, someone to like set appointments for me and take all do all the first hits to like see if people are serious about selling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm telling you, it's it's only going to take. It won't even take twenty hours a week. Yeah. There's no. no way. And I think that's why I fill my day with just so much random busy work is because, like, I really only have one to two hours of, like, important tasks a day. Yeah. And so once I get my one to two hours of important stuff a day, I just, like, spend the rest of the day being busy. And I think, like, if you if you really did it, if you really wanted to, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this goes with, like... This would go with being like Kyle's role, like doing the generaling also. It'd be very easy to work twenty hours a week and make more money than we make now with the right stuff in place. Oh yeah. Cause you would just like through proper delegation, um it would and and through proper delegation then us only doing like the the tasks that move the business forward mm-hmm. and like Bring us deals mm-hmm. It's just, it, it it just take away so much of like the dumb shit. Like so much of the shit I'm doing is just busy work. It doesn't even I could easily pass it off to someone else to do for anywhere from anywhere from like eighteen to twenty five bucks an hour. You know, so much of that shit could be passed off. Oh yeah. And then if I was just closed if I was able to close a deal a year, it would cover that
1: mm-hmm that's pretty neat
0: and i wouldn't have to do like i would really honestly do minimal of my busy work mm-hmm. and it could even be set up to the point where like to do checks and balances on shit um that every quarter we have to do printouts and we have to sit down and look through P Ls. what's like where all the money's being spent and you could even do like a bigger deep dive into all those things to see like more in depth of it yeah um and i think that would like you could easily do checks and balances on a company by doing that Mm -hmm. you know
1: yeah that's i'm like i love applying things to like other places like thinking about it so that's i'm like thinking about my current job and i was just like huh like that'd be really interesting to see like what department is like producing more product or like Mm -hmm. You can't really do, like, sales price. Uh, I suppose you could do, like, I don't know. Because a, a lot of the cheaper things are faster to process.
0: Right. Well, Ed, you could also see... Well, th- that's finding bottlenecks. Yeah. And so finding, like, what department is... process Or, like, <clears throat> what what department is... It's not considered processing, like, the flow of that product through their department. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's, like, a processing department separate from... The other departments you know what i'm saying yeah so like what's the flow yeah. through each department and what flows slower what flows faster and then you can kind of figure out like where throughout that process like what things need to be implemented to speed that up. Mm-hmm.
1: question for you huh. on your hat yeah is that like a sweat line grease line
0: yeah so it's a sweat line um and it gets bigger and bigger
1: yeah i just realized it got big
0: yeah, I noticed it because I was like, man, this is really weird. It only happens with this hat. Um, But my other hats are just like a different color that doesn't show it as well mm-hmm. based on like all my hats. Yeah. So I'm going to just say that that's probably a sweat line.
1: I probably should get you the other colored one.
0: How gross is that?
1: And a lot of people's at work look like that too. Mine yeah. doesn't because I only wear it once a month. Right. Yeah, we should get you the other colored one because the other one is isn't it a gray oh no it's a grey front, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I thought it was a green front.
0: Kyle and I are gonna get some made. Oh yeah. Um so that'd be good.
1: I love those hats. They just sit so well.
0: Yeah, they, they sit nice. I do like um that Flagner Fail hat the most though. It's so light and it's velcro back, so you can set it at any
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's I realize that's why I like that Kubota hat I used to have.
1: It was a Velcro back. It was a Velcro
0: back, so I could set it exactly to like where I wanted it on my head. Mm-hmm. So it's not like these. You have you you have your eighth inch. You have your eighth, eighth It's a little more. You have your quarter inch clasp. Yeah. So you move by a quarter inch at a time. But those you can move it a millimeter at a time. Yeah.
1: Damn. That's that, genius. Yeah,
0: dude. Velcro is actually like this shit.
1: I do want to get like one of those ponytail hats. Um, have you ever seen those? so they're like um ins- <laughs> uh so instead of having like the whole here right it's like magnetic along the whole like middle of the back oh that's my cord i was like what am i touching uh so then like you can have your ponytail wherever And it just magnetizes around your ponytail.
0: So, anyways, I've seen it where, like, chicks just put the ponytail through this.
1: You have to have such a low pony, though. And
0: then just, like, it just doesn't matter then.
1: You just have to have such a low pony.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, work with what you got, you know.
1: It's usually why I just wear mine backwards. makes sense. Mm -hmm. Simpler.
0: I think this would fit exactly where you have that pony. No. No, not even for a fucking second. Yeah, Let's see it. I want to see. Oh, that looks right.
1: That's so high up.
0: For the people on the YouTubes, it looks
1: right. because you can't? Uh, that's how all the gym girls work out, though. Yeah, can't see their face. Fun. Yeah, so fun
0: wow we are covering a lot of pointless shit
1: yeah that's what these talk episodes are for makes sense i want to point out too that she put her head in a specific spot where the light is being blocked from her eyes
0: yeah she's smart
1: she's be smart
0: yeah she doesn't like that light in her eyes um cool
1: what book are you reading are you still reading your investor book
0: Two chapters left and it's done.
1: There you go. I started uh-huh. the Four Agreements finally this morning. Nice. I think that one will go pretty quick. Yeah. It's a small book. Mm-hmm. And then I'll read the Fifth Agreement after that.
0: Right. Huh. Are you liking it so far?
1: Yeah, it was just a lot of background stuff to start off with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of interesting because it's like he talks about some ancient civilization that knew about these agreements mm. and then when like um, Europeans started coming across, they like dissipated and they didn't write anything down because they didn't want them to know all their secrets.
0: Hmm.
1: And um, yeah. So they've been just like passing it verbally, like through lineages. And so the guy who wrote the book is like part of that lineage and so he even, like, says, like, it's, like, the white knight lineage or the knight. I don't know. Hmm. Um, so it was kind of cool. Uh, oh, and it all started with this one guy who was in a cave. And at times, like, when he would fall asleep, he would, like, come out of his body and watch himself sleep. And so he, like, discovered that, like... It says people are part of the light, like, light is life. And then it was, like, God is everything. God is in everyone. And, like, all, it's really interesting. I'm curious to see how it all plays out, like, with these four agreements. That does sound pretty neat. Yeah, you would really like it. I'm really better, like, remembering specific details, if you guys haven't noticed. Um, and I also did it at... 6 a.m. this morning without any coffee in me, so I'll probably have to reread that little chunk.
0: That makes sense. Mm -hmm.
1: But it was really interesting. He tried also explaining it to like people around him, and they just couldn't get it. And then he realized because he was, um, or they were all dreaming, and the universe was trying to get it so not everyone gets these realizations that he did So he called it the smoky mirror. Because he was, like, trying to explain to them, like, don't you see these resemblances in us? Like, God's in me, God's in you, the light's in you, the light's in me, and all this, and they're just like, no, we don't understand. And then he realized it's because they don't see the mirror like he does because they had the smoky
0: mirror.
1: <laughs> and he was, like, really afraid of, like, forgetting all of this when he woke up from his dream. But he obviously remembered it, so.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's neat. It's different.
1: Mm-hmm. So Very.
0: You're, you're liking The Four Agreements.
1: Yeah. I haven't actually started. Like, that was just all intro stuff. That makes sense. So uh, I'll start the book tomorrow.
0: Mm-hmm. Sweet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. Yeah. I'm excited to finish up that investor book.
1: Mm-hmm. What are you reading next, or do you not know yet?
0: I'll finish The Power of One more the power of one more yeah yeah i read about half that um
1: well didn't you say you can only read it in small chunks because it's like so much information
0: yeah what i noticed well yeah i tried reading like i read i've like pounded through a chapter and i was like holy shit there was so much stuff in that chapter that like i know i just wasted a bunch of it Mm -hmm. so i started only reading like a few pages at a time because there's just so much shit in there which is good like, that's how it should be um, and so I only I'd only read a few pages at a time then I got this investor book about flipping so I wanted to pound through that mm-hmm. um, but yeah I'll go back to reading The Power of One More nice yeah which is really good mm-hmm. yeah a lot of good content.
1: that's good you're drinking coffee and yawning
0: yeah I did wild wild I don't even think coffee works anymore I'm pretty confident like it doesn't.
1: I'm pretty confident that we both slept very poorly after drinking yesterday.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, the two beers we had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And pizza. Whew, that pizza was pretty good. It was really good. Kyle asked me how it compared to Coveza. Uh,
1: I don't you can't compare.
0: It's not even not even comparable. Yeah. Coviza is just next level.
1: We're going to Coveza for lunch tomorrow. Yeah, we are. Oh, I'm like going with my department.
0: Oh, I know. I'm going with my department, Kyle and Sam. Nice. Love yeah. that for you, too. Yeah. And then we're going tomorrow because if it's that good, then we can go Friday, too.
1: Smart. Smart.
0: Yeah. Health, you know? Epitome. Yeah, absolutely. What do we got tomorrow night?
1: Nothing. We got nothing.
0: Sick hmm sick sick holy fuck this might be the slowest podcast we've ever done i know we're doing Jesus really bad Christ. guys i'm all right, so guys, sorry you ready
1: <clears throat>
0: all right so there's three things in life um this is uh I, I listened to this on the bradley podcast uh the sorry the dropping bombs podcast with bradley he's been mentioning this forever he talked about it um when we were at the event he brought the same thing up mm-hmm. and then um someone on his show Said the three most important things in life and and talked to him about it. And Brad's like, shut the fuck up. That's my same three. So it's crazy. But then I listened to Ed Milet talk to a guy about happiness. Yeah. And that guy had some similar stuff on there Mm -hmm. about like these three things correlated.
1: With happiness. Directly with
0: happiness. Mm -hmm. Um, So here's the three things. Number one, the most important thing in life is health. Yes. Okay, without health, nothing else matters because you're dying. You you will do anything to be healthy again.
1: That'll be the first thing that you wish for on your deathbed.
0: Yep, is health. Now, there's a lot of people in poor health right now that aren't taking it as a priority. Mm-hmm. Um, when they die young, when they're on their deathbed young, they will regret that. That will be their number one regret. Yep but they don't have the discipline and the willpower to change it they're just fat and they will not change it because they're too lazy they don't have the discipline they're not willing to do it they think they have to have motivation to change their health you don't have to have motivation to change your health you have to have discipline to change your health
1: you know it's also very interesting i just thought about this huh. uh, a lot of the streamers i watch work out a lot so it's not like you know like the stereotype like gamers are just fat no. and lazy like mm-hmm. no like, and they have to be motivated and disciplined like that in order to do what they do.
0: Yeah, yeah, to have like a good following and people want to stay engaged with them and shit.
1: Well, in fact, like they work eight hours or six to eight hours just streaming four mm-hmm. or five days a week. And then they have to go, like if they want to post stuff on YouTube or TikTok, then a lo- most of them edit their own videos. Dumb. So they spend time doing that in their free time. How crazy is that?
0: You got to think that they're sitting stagnant for fucking 12 hours a day.
1: A lot of them have standing desks. Okay. Yeah. But even then, like, they
0: need to go do something. So if they weren't lifting or training, they would be bums.
1: One of them, um, I only watch his occasionally. It's really interesting. He um, is a woodworker. Oh, neat. So he streams his woodworking, and then he also streams, like, video games with Mm. some of the friends.
0: Very different. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah.
1: So he likes to make cutting boards. You can buy his, buy his stuff on his website too. Hmm. Um, sorry. Anyways, just uh, a one to throw it in there. that gamers also lived.
0: Yeah. So yeah, health is the most important thing in life by far, and a lot of people don't take it serious enough. The second thing is relationships. Relationships is the second most important thing in your life. The no, like the number one thing for happiness is relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, because we are social beings. And they've done trials where they've isolated people and the people, like there was a 10-year trial where a guy locked himself in a house and if he made it through the 10 years, he would get like, it was like $10 million. If he could be by himself in this house with just books for 10 years, he'd get $10 million, he would get 10000000 dollars can not talk to anyone. He ended up breaking out or, like, left the building after nine years, said money doesn't even matter to me anymore. Nothing matters, relationships, people, nothing. Like, after nine years, he realized nothing matters but relationships. He left early because he's like, I don't even want the cash. Dang. Because it means nothing to him anymore.
1: Yeah. Um, And that's, like, one thing to keep in mind because a lot of uh, people that have depression like to isolate themselves, like to stay at home and do nothing. Uh, and the true cure to that is to go hang out with people. Right. Um, And I think that's a big problem in society right now is there's a lot of these angry, unhappy people, but it's because none of them have friends.
0: Yeah, they just isolate themselves.
1: Mm -hmm. So then they get like depressed and angry and um, blame other people for their unhappiness.
0: And so a lot of people don't like going out and hanging out with people because they're subconscious. Subconscious, no, no, no. Self-conscious. Yes. Thank you. Self-conscious about the way they look um, oh, yeah, or that the was, way they feel.
1: That was the other thing Sean and I discussed is healthy people are, are more likely to go make those good relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because that most of the time they're confident in themselves. Right. And yes, you can be bigger and confident, but a lot more obese people don't like to go out in public because they're very self-conscious of how they look. Mm-hmm. I sh- told Sean I just watched like a weight loss journey of a girl and she weighed 300 and some pounds to start off with and she's i think she, when she was like down 100 pounds she said she finally felt comfortable in her skin enough to like go hang out with people go to the beach like she becoming healthier made her happy because she was able to make those relationships again
0: mm-hmm. absolutely hmm so Relationships, the second most important. Relationships is everything. Yeah. Family, friends, animals, spirituality, um, if you believe in a God of sorts. Co workers? Co workers, acquaintances, events.
1: Just even like the interaction at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to make us into these unhappy zombies of the self checkouts because that's one less interaction we get a day.
0: Yeah. So yeah, relationships is the second most important thing in life. Mm-hmm. Third most important thing in the world in, in life. your life. What is it? Money. Money, baby. Um, living is not free, right? The world is not free. We live in a currency society where, in order to get anything, you need to have money, and it's always been that way. It's mm-hmm. like forever. You you have to give something for something in return. Right. Whether it's bartering. We happen to have um, a fiat currency, so cash, where we trade cash for goods. Um, but forever, it was always like something for something. You're trading something for something. The farmer trades his fucking wheat for the blacksmith's knife, whatever it is, right? Right, yeah. So it's always been like that. And so... <clears throat> As we, as we go, like, y- we need money in society. They say the threshold for, like, happiness, it used to be, like, $65,000. Then it was $75,000. But now I believe the last time we checked it was around $96,000 yeah. because inflation and shit. So in order for money not to be someone's number one concern, they need to make 96000 a year.
1: And that's, like, if a couple, it's, like, each, right?
0: Yeah, it's each. It's each person. So... You like to be like to be content where money isn't like your first worry, you essentially need to make six figures like a hundred grand a year, just shy of a hundred grand a year per person. And so, once you have that, then the money thing isn't as big of a deal, yeah. But money is crucial because this is what money does for you money allows you to go out and build relationships. The more money you have, the more relationships you build, the more money you have. I would say the better relationships you get to build with better quality people.
1: Yeah, that's so true.
0: We've met so many wealthy people who are some of the best people we've ever met in our lives. The most humble. Oh, big big time. The most positive, Mm -hmm. humble, caring people Mm -hmm. are ones that are wealthy.
1: I was trying to think like like, um, not into themselves, but confident, I guess. Um, Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, they don't have to show off. Like, I guess that's humble. Never mind.
0: Humble is the word you're looking for, my love.
1: There is a different word, and it popped in my head. Narcissistic? Yeah. Um, anyways. But one of the things Sean and I talked about was it's it's proven that, um, like, a not a wealthy family, but a family that doesn't trust about money live 10 years longer than people that do stress about money.
0: Right. So if you're looking at inner city poverty, there we go. In comparison to like white collar well-off families mm-hmm. that are considered privileged families. Um they're privileged because they decided to either get educated or like get out of the hood, or out of the inner city and get a good job. Dude, and eat so this is this is even is So kids that were born in the inner city,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: if they went to college or they went and moved out of the inner city and moved to like suburbs and got a good job, Mm -hmm. they live 10 years longer as well. The people that stayed in the inner city, they're the ones that died 10 years younger, Mm -hmm. or 10 years earlier. So the like setting yourself up. And it doesn't have to necessarily be white collar, but it'd be like if you're in a blue collar trade, work your way up to a foreman. Yeah. Which if you can't work your way up to a foreman after 20 years, well, you really suck at life. Yeah. <clears throat> and so unless you want to be a laborer your whole life, you can do that. But you're probably going to die young, younger. Um, No big deal. But so, yeah, if you're well off, you tend to live 10 years longer than people that aren't.
1: Yeah. And I talked about it and it's because they're not worried about money. Stress is a huge, huge killer on people.
0: And money is like the number one thing for divorce too. Yeah. Money issues, financial issues.
1: Yeah. I think that was like one of like the top 10 tips of like how to like have a successful marriage. One of like the first ones is having a joint bank account.
0: It's having a joint bank account and it's discussing discussing finances together.
1: Mm. Yeah. And like you treat it like it's our money, not yours and mine. Correct. Yep um but yeah so those that's kind of like how all of the top three things in life play into happiness
0: yes yep so yeah so money can buy you relate or money can get you more access to relationships Mm -hmm. the more relationships you have the better access you can get to health care yeah and like how like healthy living and things like that so Through having more money, you get more relationships, better relationships, giving you better health. And then because you have better health, you can get more relationships, have more relationships, you can make more money. Mm -hmm. It's just like this full circle.
1: Yeah. Did uh, you watch any of the videos I sent you today? No. It was like this British news anchor, and she was talking about um, all these so-called health experts in um, the U.S. Mm. Uh, So like Bill Gates is one Mm. of them and Mm -hmm. some other ones. And she's like... Why should I trust these people that don't even look like they're healthy Mm -hmm. to tell me what vaccines I should get, what food I should eat, um, everything, when they're unhealthy themselves? And she's like, I honestly would trust the next gym bro that i see at the gym and ask him what he's eating and doing because he looks like he's in shape so obviously he knows what he's doing
0: yeah that's actually a really big thing in people's like i've heard that to like wit's end
1: yeah because like we talked about this before too like what four of the top eight health experts are obese
0: oh yeah very obese but it's not even so it's that's like part of what it is, is don't take advice advice from people that aren't where you want to be or surpassed. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to take financial advice from somebody who's at a lower position than I am because it does not make sense. Right. Like, why would I take advice from somebody lower than me that I'm not trying to reach their level? Right. And so I'm going to pick somebody that I admire as like a mentor figure and I'm going to go towards them. I'm going to think in my mind, what does so-and-so do? What would so-and-so do in a situation like this? Mm -hmm. And then that's how I would act because I want to be like, I I want a certain part of their life to be mine. So whether that's health, financial, relationships, marriage, um, time, whatever they have, if it's something you want, you can look to them mm-hmm. for that thing. Yeah. And so like a fucking gym bro in like great shape, yoke shape, you know what, dude, I'm going to look at that motherfucker and I'm going to go, hey, what do you do? Mm-hmm. How do you do it? I'm going to replicate that. Now, if you find out they're on, like, a whole lot of fucking Trembolone sandwiches and shit and you don't want to do that, well, look for another gym bro that you might want to take after. That's
1: what, like, we've talked about, like, uh, at work, we've talked about how, um, like, some people are very self-conscious to go to the gym, and they're just like, I, I think it might have been Brooke. It might have been someone else, though, said that they like to watch, like, any girl that's in, like, the shape that they want to be in. Because there's, like, obviously they're doing something right if they're looking in that shape. People are also weird and go, don't go talk to people. But it's, that's like, the same concept. Genius. hmm But I was, like, think about it. Like, how many times have I told you, like, man, like, that girl was staring at me hard at the gym. Mm. But some of them it might honestly be just to, like, see, like, oh, what is she doing? Not saying I'm in great shape, but right. I'm in better shape than Well,
0: like and that's actually people. something I've always wondered, I've, I've wondered a lot, like, there's been a lot of times in my life where I am one of the fittest dudes at a gym.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And there will be a lot of people not fit doing things very wrong. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I've seen you in here for a year, two years, three years. We're in here at similar times. You get to watch me. You get to like. You can talk to me because I've talked to them. I've like talked to them, had conversations with a lot of them. But you can watch me multiple times a week and how I'm training. You could even come ask to join me or like for a little advice. Mm-hmm. Instead, you're doing the same thing you've been doing for a year, two years, three years and seeing zero progress. It's like the concept behind intelligence is by gaining knowledge and you gain knowledge by action yeah and so the the more you can take action the more times you can take action and change that action because it's not just about to gain knowledge you have to like change your action and repeat like different actions to figure out what you want mm-hmm. and so like if you aren't changing the way your body looks and you've been doing it for a year or two years or three years you need to make changes. Mm-hmm. And that's something I do all the time. I change shit. Like, I will change a lot of things in my life to get a different result because by doing that, I gain more knowledge. And by by doing it frequent, then I'm building intelligence for learning the shit I need to learn. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't understand. I would, I would imagine that some of these people in the gym would love to have a body like I have. Mm-hmm all they have to do is watch me yeah. or ask a question and like i've already talked to so many of these people why would you why would you not right but it's like they're not actually they're not willing to learn they're not intelligent they're not intelligent because no. they're not willing to like try things do things change right. yeah adapt adapt yeah change all that shit and so it's neat and, and this is – so that same theory goes into, like, all of business and life mm-hmm. in the realm of, like, people are like, oh, I'm afraid to fail. Yeah, but you have to understand the faster you can fail, the faster you can learn. Mm-hmm. The faster you learn, the more intelligent you become. And so, like, it's not about not failing. It's just how fast can you fail and then just, like, try the next thing. So, like, if you can just fail a bunch of times – but you're eventually gonna learn. Yeah. So you just need to go and fail a lot. As much as you can, as fast as you can. Fail and then go. Fail and go, fail and go. Um, but people are just like, well, I don't want to fail once. Well, you're an idiot. Yep.
1: Damn. Yeah, that's cool. I like it.
0: Picking up the tempo a little bit on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um But so yeah, that's like it's fun. A lot of people aren't They're definitely not thinking like that. Mm-mm. Most people are not thinking like that. Mm-mm. No. So
1: That's what, like, makes, like, Sean and I really good at, like, what, what, we really like to, uh, like, I don't know, implement systems and it, we're good at being able to make, like, little changes. Like, we'll notice things, at least, like, I do, like, I'm like, ah, this just doesn't flow well enough and then you just have to tweak it a little bit. And that's honestly, like, with everything in life. Because if you don't do those little tweaks or big changes, yeah, you n- you're never going to learn. You're never going to grow. Just it's like all you about ne- growth, baby. You me. just need, like, like your muscles. In order to grow your muscles, you right, you have to, like, stretch them and, I don't know. Nope, I, try. I failed. I, my brain's not there that was, today.
0: What were you trying to even get at?
1: Uh, I was trying to, like, think of growing muscles.
0: So you need to, like, injure the muscles so then they can rebuild. So you need to, like, tear your muscles... Oh and then fuel them
1: to yeah. build. Yeah. So I go ahead. No, I was gonna say you could work out to failure.
0: That's literally a thing. I know. You work out to failure and then you refuel
1: mm-hmm. and do it again. Mm-hmm. Do it again. You don't have to work to failure every time though.
0: No, you don't. Yeah. But. It's actually like proven you definitely don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. But there are people that do, and those people are like Dana and Bailey. Yeah, dude. And so like like Flex Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you, or, um, another big one, Phil Heath.
1: That's like dedication.
0: Yeah. So I'm talking about Olympia level people go to failure all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're always failing. They're Olympia so cool. level people are always failing. Think about that.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
0: The best of the best fail every day.
1: We didn't really get to talk about going to work out with Ian, did we? No. Um, we got to go work out with one of my friends from high school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's still one of my really good friends. Uh... And he asked us to go work out with him a couple times um, after our wedding reception. So Sean hit him up, planned a day. We went and worked out. And it was really cool because he definitely, like, learned quite a few things that, like, he didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how long him and Banshee have gone been going and working out. But they do, like, they do research every once in a while. Or, like, Banshee's been doing research of, like, how to work out properly. And so Ian was asking me, like, well... The bunchy read that the best way to do stuff is like five by fives and i was like honestly and like i just do whatever i feel like that day like some most days i just do low weight with higher reps low mono sets or like actually i think most days i do like uh, four sets of 10 or four five sets of 10
0: five by fives are pretty accurate for like the best all-around lifting as long as it's your compound movements, your bench, your squat, your deadlift. Right. Outside of that, five by fives are kind of like, you ain't five by five in curls. You're not five by five in skull crushers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Five by five in leg extensions doesn't make any sense.
1: Right. And that's it, probably why I like was very confused by that because- we don't squat bench or deadlift very often right but yeah when i do do those now that you say that i do usually do like a five by five uh-huh.
0: um, yeah yeah and I, that's like um some like some of the best guys like flex lewis and phil heath and and, and dana and like just them them three for example because we're mm-hmm. just talking about them they don't typically go crazy heavy they just do they go crazy heavy compared to the normal person. Well, yeah. But compared to like a power lifter or like other certain other bodybuilders, they're not going crazy heavy. Right. But they'll bang out 20, 30, 40, 50 reps. Mm-hmm. Like Phil Heath is talking about doing like sets of 100, you know? Jesus. But it's like, it'd be like one, he'd do like 100 lunges. Yeah. Like he would do 100 lunges at a time. Yeah. Or more. Because he would like, you know whatever you get to 100 but you keep going until you hit failure yeah and so like the but people will do a set of 20 on lunges or like 10 10 lunges each leg it's like no dude like just go till you die mm-hmm. and i've done that i've done i've done it where i've like cranked like i've done circuits and i'll like crank out you know 30 40 reps on a set on like leg extensions and then i'd go do um 100 lunges to failure and you like i would be failing around like 80 yeah but i would just like keep pushing till i got to the hundred and i'd be so fucked up i want to throw up and all this shit you'd have you'd be sore for like five days but like that was with no weight Mm -hmm. and on the leg extension i was banging on the leg extension with like I think goes is like eighty pounds or eighty five pounds. I think it's eighty pounds. So I am like doing thirty reps on leg extension with eighty pounds, and then I am doing no weight
1: on lunges.
0: But then you get this gnarly, stupid pump. Yeah, but you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to go heavy. You just.
1: I also feel like I am less likely to injure myself with lower Uh, weight. Way less. Yeah.
0: Way less likely.
1: So that always is fun, but yeah, I mean, so it just goes to show like you could be doing something for a while and not even know that like there's better ways to do it.
0: Oh, 100%. 100%. Um and that's kind of like if we just told Ian how to lift, but he never lifted before, mm-hmm. he wouldn't it wouldn't resonate with him. He oh, wouldn't yeah. really, you know what I'm saying, but because because we because he already had has lifted for a while. And he's been like trying out some stuff. Then when we trained with him and he saw that, he's like, oh, shit, this makes more sense. I'm more sore than I'm usually. Mm-hmm. Like this makes a lot of sense why we do it this way. Yeah. Um. But without like the repetition of doing those things, by learning something new, it's not going to benefit you. Mm-hmm. Like reading a book on how to fucking lift. Well, yeah, reading a book on how to lift or like reading a book on how to sew, but you've never sewed before. It's oh, not yeah. going to do anything for you.
1: That's so true.
0: Okay, go ahead. What do you got for me?
1: Okay, we'll do March 21st.
0: All right.
1: Hermione, is there any point in telling you to drop this, said Ron? No, said Hermione stubbornly. I want to know how she heard me talking to Victor, and how she found out about Hagrid's mum. Maybe she had you bugged, said Harry. Bugged, said Ron blankly. What? Put fleas on her or something? <laughs>
0: So dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, this is obviously Goblet of Fire, mm-hmm. and I would say, I would say, Chapter Twenty Eight.
1: What's the name of the chapter?
0: I don't know, but am I right? Yeah. Holy. Shit.
1: I think that's the first one you've gotten like we've gotten completely right. Chapter twenty eight The Madness of Mr. Crouch Yeah.
0: I'm a fucking god. Yeah, you are. Holy shit, babe. Okay, one more. That was amazing. That was good. I no no no. I do you now because I can't I can't do another one after that. After that W. After shit. ever again or just today? Just today. Did you look at March 23rd or no?
1: Uh, yeah, kind of.
0: How about, did you look at March 24th? No. This is my birthday. Yes, it is. This will be coming out on my birthday. Mm-hmm. The winding lane was leading them out into the wild countryside around Hogsmeade. The cottages were fewer here and their gardens larger. They were walking toward the foot of the mountain in whose shadow Hogsmeade lay. What the fuck? Then they turned a corner and saw a style at the end of the lane. Waiting for them, its front paws on the topmost bar was a very large, shaggy, black dog, which was carrying some newspapers in its mouth and looking very familiar. Hello, Sirius, said Harry when they had reached him.
1: So it's gotta be Order of Phoenix.
0: Negative.
1: Is it Goblet of Fire? It is. Yeah, okay. I knew it had to be one of those two, because he obviously knew who Sirius was. Fudge. I'm trying to think of, like, where in the, like, book is that? Like, where do they go meet up with Sirius during Goblet of Fire? I'll go with Chapter 20. Chapter 27. Dang. I was going to say 28, but I changed my mind.
0: Okay. damn damn I failed this is really neat the book it makes me want to like watch Harry Potter
1: Um, if you start the books on April 16th you will have uh, and I already announced this before and you read one chapter a day you finish on Halloween
0: nice mm-hmm. alright baby. that's what I got for today that's what I got too All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this. Hope you learned a thing or two. Um, If you didn't, um, well, I can't help you. Uh, Make sure to share the show, please. Uh, If you enjoyed it, let people know. Leave us a review.
1: Yeah, leave us a comment on YouTube.
0: Leave us a comment or review on YouTube.
1: Yeah.
0: Follow us on YouTube.
1: Follow us. Subscribe. Watch us
0: on YouTube. Subscribe. Subscribe. There we go. Like. Like. All that fancy shit, dude. Yeah. And then uh, go ahead and uh, leave us a review on like Spotify or something. Yeah.
1: I have to do a poll on Instagram. I forgot to do that like two weeks ago. Yeah. I have to re-listen to the episode to remember what I was going to ask.
0: Gucci Yang. Cool. Sweet. See ya. Thanks, guys. Bye.